You're listening to Kapow, the pop culture podcast. Comics, television, movies, and more. If it impacts fan culture, we have something to say about it. And now, your hosts, Michael, Jordan, Cliff, and Seth. Hi, this is the illustrious Michael K. Easton. <laughs> Hold on. My name's Jordan Love. I'm Cliff Barnes. I'm Seth. We got a special guest. Hello, I'm Jared. <laughs> Jordan's brother, Loki. He is royalty. I got to Clint Howard my way in here every uh, 15 episodes right. or so. Well, bringing it back. We're all about the Clint Howard references. <laughs> We're all about the deep cuts. So what are we talking about? The war. It's Hamilton. The Lord of Thunder. <laughs> <laughs> what are you paying attention to? Okay. The best Thor movie gonna, ever. Gonna spoil Thor. Oh, I was gonna say we're like right into it, man. <laughs> we're not messing around tonight. We're, we're recording twelve episodes tonight. <laughs> this one's about Thor. <laughs> so yeah, we uh, Marvel put out a pretty big movie here lately. We're assuming everyone has had a chance to see it. We uh, we gave you ample time, so we're gonna spoil beginning, middle, and end. So if you haven't seen it yet, come back to us later here, but. We're going to give you our opinions on Thor Ragnarok. Directed by Taika Waititi. Yeah, drop, the, drop the music. Talking about hey now, hey now, hey now, hey now. Taika Waititi. Taika Waititi. Taika Waititi. Taika Waititi. Now, did it live to your guys' Taika Waititi hype? I was it. We could jump right to the, yeah. what we thought. We'll talk about the movie. <laughs> well, you, we have people in the room with Taika Waititi history. So, what uh, do you have? Did you have expectations, or you have Marvel history? You have Waititi history. <laughs> We're pretty wrapped up in, in Taika Waititi. We, we've made it pretty clear. Yeah, the rest of the world is just catching on, but we've been on it for yeah, a while. I mean, yeah, I had. Quite high expectations for this one. I, I I felt like you know, as this as the kind of ramp up to this one was coming out, I I felt like I just thought you know if it had a different feel to it or you know I was excited to see what they were going to do with it. So I, I had pretty high expectations. I guess you know, overall I, I enjoyed the movie. It was I thought it was very good. I I don't know if it quite hit the lofty expectations I had for it, uh, but it was. Certainly very entertaining, which is yeah, know, think, the number one thing for yeah, me. Yeah, I think as we're going to talk about the movie, there, I, I kind of found that I, I don't want to say anything negative about it. Because as I watched it and I think about it, every person in it, I love every piece of this movie. But altogether, it did not reach the heights that I was hoping for. I did. I really love the movie. I, I do, but... Um, I have some thoughts why maybe it didn't reach there, but it, all the pieces were there. I loved everybody in it and was blown away by how funny it was. Is it fair? Does anybody agree that it's not fair that 
Chris Hemsworth looks like that and can do comedy also. He's not that funny. Come on. <laughs> he's not that funny. You agree, though, that he looks great. Okay. Oh, he's gorgeous. He's a gorgeous man. <laughs> well, I actually think this movie should have been titled Flash Gordon 2 Return of Flash Gordon. That would... That's a pretty... That would have confused people, I feel. Had Marvel in that direction. What do you mean by that, Michael? Who is Flash Gordon? It's the greatest 80s movie of all time, starring Sam Jones. But actually, I, I've, the reason why I said that is because I, I made a comment on Facebook that it had that Flash Gordon vibe from the 80s, that cheesy movie that I love so much. And a lot of people tend to agree with like the flashy colors and the comedy and i mean there was even a villain dying by a sword like a lot of things match up to flash gordon jordan and i had a conversation already about this movie and i think we were kind of on the same page and i think we're all probably on about the same page like i know what seth is saying here like it it i come out of it like it was funny and it had all these components but somehow it just was like yeah, it, it. I didn't. It, I didn't come out and go. I want to see it again. Like I was like, eh, it's fine. What's really weird about this movie is if you go back to Thor two, it, Thor two, Thor two is really dark. Mm-hmm. To go from that to this, that's like so lighthearted and so over the top funny. Like I, I think that's what it suffered. I think it would have been a, a better movie if Guardians of the Galaxy has not done as well as it is doing. If, if Guardians yeah. wasn't better than this movie. Yeah. <laughs> it that's, would be a lot better if there were other movies that were make at, at some way. This is what it's doing. It's trying to be funny in the same vein yeah. as that. But what Guardians has that the, this doesn't is emotion. It has yeah. like the family aspect. There's none of that in this. Like that's what makes, what made me love Guardians of the Galaxy 1 and 2 was just all the emotional notes it put out and that and this there just isn't any of it but i feel like if you'd taken had taken the and made this movie into like clips separately like i would have loved it like each individual clip like oh man these are hilarious i love watching them two or three minutes at a time but as a whole together all it was just i don't know and that's probably uh, where we're going like if you think about it it's going to show up on youtube and there's going to be all these little clips that kids are going to watch over and over again and love It was funny. I mean, I'm curious. uh, What I saw it in a very nearly empty theater. So were you guys in big crowds? Was it were the crowds into it? I saw it opening, you know, the night before. You know, and it it was not packed by any stretch. Because my like, yeah, it was very funny, but there wasn't a whole lot of laughter and cheering and applause. Like there was, there was quite a bit of laughter. Okay, mine. There was laughter. I had a maybe a half full theater yeah i think we had a medium yeah and and we all laughed just right yeah (laughs) we all laughed at the funny parts but how i got a question how colorful was it for you guys was it colorful yes because i i i feel like i'm something was taken away from me by watching it where i I watched at the mall but and this has happened to me before there it's like washed out Mm. it was not 3d no but Mm. i won't you know this is kind of Inside baseball here, specific to the theater, but um, 
Sometimes I, I think maybe they left the 3D lens there. There's different lenses they use. Yeah. Marietta's done this before too that I've had to tell them you got the wrong lens on there and they'll change it and because it just darkens it. And, and I was, I almost feel like that's what happened because it was not colorful. And I know that movie is supposed to be colorful. So. Hmm. Yeah, I didn't have that problem. Here's the one main gripe I have about the movie. Because I actually, I love the movie and it hit a lot of great marks. Sounds like we all loved it. But yeah. the problem is, is if you go back to Marvel Comics, Chris was not playing the character Thor. He was playing the character Hercules. Hawkman. No. Hercules! Hawkwathor. Hawkwathor. I'll Hawkwathor you. Um, Everybody's it, Hawkman. But if you if you guys think of the characters and how they interact with each other, like the way Chris acted through that whole movie, He's on a first name basically, it yeah. was it was like he was and playing like seven Hercules. Chris's and like the Avengers, like it's not right. <laughs> yeah, uh, he wasn't very Thor esque as we know the character. Well, but I always felt like even going back to the first Thor, you know, they kind of did the fish out of water story and through Avengers, he was pretty quippy. Like there's always been a pretty good undercurrent of humor to yeah. his portrayal of Thor. Right. Because they've kind of leaned into the, it's kind of ridiculous and can't be that he's this but god he's and he rocks the around. But butt of the joke. Yeah. He doesn't get what's happening. Right. And this time he's in on it. I'm funny also. I, again, though, I liked all that. I really, yeah, can't. it wasn't, I, it wasn't bad. If, if we start going through it, most of the things that I would say about it, I like this, I like that. I loved Tessa Thompson. I loved Kate Blanchett. I loved, you know, all of that. And oh, Jeff Goldblum, I mean, that was all awesome. It was perfectly cast, I think. I don't think anyone did not shine as the character they portrayed. I told Jordan, for me, had the, had Jeff Goldblum been the major big bad of this movie and been in it more, it would have been a much better movie. Like, the villain was just... You can always use more Jeff Goldblum. I mean... <laughs> I think we should have never knew he was even in it, and it just, like, would have been, like, a, this awesome surprise. Well, I that would have been great if Hulk was a surprise, yeah. or Hela yeah. was a surprise. Uh, like, yeah. everything's better if it's a surprise, it's, but it's we don't to do, do things that, that way. way. You can't have a podcast talking about this stuff and not know what's going on. <laughs> Did anyone else think, like, Mark... Mark. Uh, Here we go. Crap. You got it. Your buddy Mark. Got my hashtag already. Is it Mark? Mark Ruffio? Yes. yes. Mark Rufio. Hashtag Mark anyway. Rufio. Did anyone else think he was off, like the way he was acting, like versus the various other Avengers Every, movies? It this movie. seemed like he was like pushing in some kind of weird territory that. In the, especially in the shared universe, you have to have consistency. Mm-hmm. And to take some kind of left turns with these characters that we've known over multiple movies, I don't think Hulk was too bad. Thor was a little bit more. Oh, yeah. yeah, I didn't enjoy Hulk very much in this. I will say, as far that would probably be the least person I liked. In now, it. see, I actually loved Hulk, like that whole part of Hulk in this. Like, I actually thought that that was the closest thing to Hulk that I on the screen. Yeah, I, I did. Like. I liked the Hulk stuff. Yeah. Other than I thought the CGI was below par. Like the the characters that were full CGI characters, I thought. Hulk looked better in Avengers from seven years ago than he does. Well, this isn't this is, this isn't Taika's specialty. <laughs> you know, I did I did think like he did what he does. He did well, but an action movie. I, I mean, it, it was a little weak in some things. Even the stuff fighting Hulk, like 
was nothing special, super special, but. And I, yeah, I don't know what I want to see out of these battles. Like, I'm not entirely sure what Hela's powers are, but, you know, she's flipping around like a ninja. Like, it looks kind of cool, but I don't know. It doesn't feel consistent with the character. Mm-hmm. And I don't, you know, Hulk should fight differently than Thor does. And yeah. all the characters should be of their own sort. And then, of course, we, we throw in, you know, Warriors 3 and all these Asgardians that get no screen time at all. Yeah. She just plows through them. I'll, I'll defend that character a little bit because I, I kind of liked, and this is, you know, kind of, if you're comparing it to some of the other Marvel movies that we know kind of suffer sometimes from the, from the weak villain kind of things, like, I mean, you could go to the other Thor movies, you know, anyone outside of Loki, uh, you know, uh, what's his face from Guardians, Ronan or whatever, you know, like, where these kind of generic characters, at least, I felt like, you know, with the Hela character, there was at least some substance there, right? Like, and I guess I didn't realize that like, she's not really the sister in the comics. They kind of made that up for the movie, but like that kind of worked for me. And I, I love the whole like whitewashing history of like, well, how did we have get these nine realms? Well, we went around and killed millions of people and it was Odin and her did it. And then we kind of whitewashed history. And like, I love, I like, I liked all that stuff. I I agree. And that's the same thing they did in, uh, Spider-Man is the whole thing with, uh, the vulture was saying, you know, Tony Stark's been doing all this weapon stuff all this time, you know, nobody cares about that, but when I'm selling it, uh, it's bad. So you've got a great base for a villain and you've got a great backstory, but then she shows up and just like, I'm going to get you, my pretty. Like, there's just, I wish just didn't would, command the screen for me like that. I wish there would have been some more deep scenes between the three of them because like, you know, that's their sister and, and, That's just it. They yeah, didn't have. They they were so invested in this being a comedy. Yeah, <laughs> they you should have some real family drama and like. That's exact. That's was yeah, what I was missing. Dad is dying and sisters betrayed and brothers are at odds. Like that's that Shakespearean stuff that they tried in the first two, and I gotta give them credit for it. But they just sort of it just made her a villain. It didn't make her a betrayed sister who has a legitimate gripe. She was just the the cackling villain. I Not, think that's why all this time they have most of these movies are pretty serious and they'll have a few jokes throughout because they don't know the right balance to do. And this one they were like went way heavy on the jokes, which was a neat change. But then they did not they did not know how to fit in any serious story at all. Not to mention the last time we saw Loki in a Thor movie, yes, he had taken over Asgard. Fooled all the, everyone was pretending to be Odin, and then we open up, and he's like, eh, "I'm just gonna eat some grapes." Yeah, so I said, <laughs> "Yeah." Thor showed up, and with literally within 20 seconds, was just like, "Hey, you're Loki." Like, yeah, it was immediate. <laughs> yeah, what well, happened? What? The whole knock it off, Loki. That was a great scene, though. <laughs> oh, what what I love the play. What was it? Sam Neill was Odin. Yeah, yeah. Odin. Uh, Matt Damon was Loki. That was great. That was a great and surprise. Then, and Hemsworth. His one brother, of the, his one brother. Of the other Hemsworth. Yeah. <laughs> that was so good. That well, was I, awesome. I've been a defender of Thor 2. That seems to be everyone's least favorite movie, but to me, it's fine. It was better than one. And ending, the ending of Thor with Loki on the throne left me, that was one of my favorite endings of any of these movies. Mm-hmm. And it left me so excited about what is next. Because if anything these Thor movies have gotten right, it is the Thor-Loki dynamic. Mm-hmm. And we've built it over two movies. And I wanted a payoff to that, and this did not deliver it. I I would have loved a Loki solo movie, 
There's an amazing four issue miniseries. I'm forgetting who wrote it. Do you have it in stock? Yeah, I have the beautiful hardcover <laughs> copy and I recommend it to anyone out there to pick it up. They, it was just called Loki. Uh, it's been renamed like Blood Brothers or something. There's another thing, but it is, it opens with Thor in chains and Loki's on the throne. Loki won. And then he realizes this sucks. Like, <laughs> hey, I have to make up. There's all these disputes and squabbles and territorial problems. And everyone he called in a favor to over the years to try and win the throne comes to try and collect. All the villains are trying to double cross him. All the heroes won't, won't come with him. Like, it is an amazing story. And I, I, I would have loved to see that. Loki could hold a movie of his own. And to just kind of wipe out that cool, if the, if the villain won at the end of two. Right, yeah. And then we just hand waved it away. And yeah. we kind of wasted some really cool stuff. The same way we, you know, the, oh, that's Legends. not the real, that's not the real Infinity Gauntlet or that, you know, we just kind of, Fake. we sweep things under the rug that, just Fake to move news. on to phase three and phase four and hurry up and go to the next thing. Yeah, so other than all that, you know, we loved it. <laughs> what well, it's, we? we could sit here for an hour saying, I love this part and I love that yeah, part. Right. And that was really so, My perfect joke was this. Yeah, so yeah. our, our overall, we love this movie. I, well, love might be strong, but we very yeah. much like this movie. Very positive reviews. We're just kind of nitpicking the things. Well, I absolutely asked for this. <laughs> I wanted, I mean, I trumpeted the horn last, uh, 11 months ago. We said, what, what are we looking forward to the next year? I, I two things, Star Wars yep. and Thor Ragnarok. I want to see Taika Waititi do this. And I, I'm still staying behind. Go. Use directors like this that to try something different, and if a comedy Thor movie is the way to go and jazz it up, I'm still on board. I will watch it again, but you know, but we're Marvel, just... Marvel has six, like six thousand characters. They've got a lot of intellectual property. Thor has been kind of set up, and some people say played out. You know, give take it something completely new or something. You know, like Speedball, but. So let's take that argument a step further. Let's. Okay, and say, so what, so you know, what Marvel is doing and has done, okay, you take, you can look at Joss Whedon, kind of, they gave him Avengers, let him kind of do that, right? They gave James Gunn Guardians, said kind of make this your own thing. They gave Taika Waititi Thor and said, do your thing to Thor, because we want to freshen it up. Okay, go down the hallway of Marvel to the Star Wars offices, where they had that same idea and wanted to do that, and then completely freaked out and changed their mind on all this. Right. So why, you know, why is there, are we, and you're almost kind of questioning it, saying like, well, why did they have to do this? Like, get, but like, you know, the same thing we kind of criticize the Star Wars people for not trusting these interesting directors. Marvel, you know, the Mar- MCU is at least trying it. But they gave it to Kenneth Branagh first, and he did his thing. So that's like, you know, yeah, let's have Martin Scorsese do this one and Kevin Smith do the sequel. Like, they do, they do not mesh. It doesn't work. Yeah, that, that, and that shows between the second and third Thor. Oh, and that's not, you know, and like Marvel does think, you know, Thor has been in very action-packed stories or very uh, like fantasy stories. He's been in sci-fi stories. Like you, that's the great thing about comics. You can do any kind of story. So I'm not saying it was a failure that Thor can't ever do comedy. It was just kind of a hard left turn there. And, and I don't know if you wanted to do that, there's a whole bunch of other characters you could have tried it with. But if the if they just stuck with the same formula, we'd be walking. Half the people wouldn't even want to go see Thor three. Yeah, so I'm not saying you even had to make Thor three. Make something else one. Oh, yeah. <laughs> hey, we own Thor. 
<laughs> but let's yeah. not forget, out of all of this, it is the most heavily influenced Jack Kirby movie. Like, there are so many sets. Yeah, talk about that. that talk like, about the how, how it looked and what you felt the, like, the aesthetics were. Visually, there was... It looked like Jack Kirby's, like, designs right from the comic book, like, from... Um, his bodyguards to the background on the, 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 was it Planet Scar that they used for this? Um, they had a lot of the, um, like his henchmen and stuff. They were like straight up Kirby designs, like so many times, like left and right. I could see mm-hmm. like Kirby was influenced. Th- th- this was, that was, I mean, the whole movie from beginning to end, you could see there was a touch of Kirby in almost every scene, which was awesome. I loved it. And that's what I, I love this movie because like I said, like I love Flash Gordon. I love this movie, but it's because that there has been such this weird left turn from the second Thor movie that it makes me kind of stop and go, okay, this is kind of weird, but I still loved it. I feel like a lot of the stuff they focused on weren't my favorite parts of the movie. Like, they could have, for me, it could have just been, you know, the Hulk and the Gladiator stuff and fighting and Jeff Goldblum and all that. And I could have done completely without the Asgard stuff. I did not care about any of it. And I thought the ending was horrible. I had, everything was fine until we got to the ending. I just didn't care for it. Like, tearing down the whole planet and letting the two villains or two of the villains fight it out. And Thor's missing an eye now, and we're on. A, everybody's on a spaceship, and we've lost half of our our known characters that that we can relate to. It just didn't work for me. But that's the whole thing with Ragnarok is it's just a continued cycle. Like as soon as Asgard falls, it gets rebuilt. Like it's a continuous cycle. Like if you go in, that's, the myth- that's what I'm saying. Though, the, it, though. the parts I liked were yeah. everything but that stuff. Like this could have just been Thor and you should Thor and Hulk. That yeah, you should have went up there. I'll take a Thor without it, the Ragnarok. Yeah, <laughs> give me so a Thor and Hulk's been... big adventure, and we're we're good to go. Should have just done Planet Hulk, Hulk adventure, then. Yeah. right? Just yeah. do a a Hulk movie where Thor shows up. Well, if we could, yeah. Like, yeah. I mean, that's kind of. Work. I feel like that was half the movie. That, it was that half all has to do with properties and right. It's it's the whole universal. Yeah, we've we have we have Hela, we have Surtur, we have Loki. We have Jeff Goldblum, right? And the Hulk, <laughs> the Hulk is a villain for half hour. Yeah, like well, that's not, five villains. Let's not forget about the Executioner, which Executioner that was the Valkyrie worst. is kind of a villain for half the movie. That was the worst. Actually, I said everyone was perfect cast, but that was the worst use of that character of Car- Carl Urban as the Executioner. That sucked. Like he should have been a much stronger character, and he was just like. And then at the very end, he like, he's like, yeah, it's for Asgard or whatever, but that was stupid. It was just supposed to be a joke. I mean, that, that's just it. They took these characters and just made a joke out of it. Now, however, the weirdest part I thought of the whole movie was the whole, like, I liked it, but the, but the whole interlude with Stephen Strange. Like, that was just to say, hey, we have this character and he's going to be showing up but you later, know what? so, so we're going to just say hi. I didn't like the Doctor Strange movie. But I really liked him in this movie. They made him a buzzkill. <laughs> yeah. He's the only non-funny character. Yeah. Right. I did love, though, how they actually had that nice little Easter egg of his hammer turned into an umbrella instead of, like, the walking stick that he yeah. had. Yeah. That was very cool. And I actually, 
even though that was the weirdest kind of interlude or whatever, I really like that scene of like when he opens up the portal when Loki comes flying through there and he's like so pissed yeah. off. Oh yeah. I was like, that was good, but I've been it's still weird. For 30 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, this is the weirdest review ever. Yeah. <laughs> we liked it, but we're going to tear it apart and tell you it sucks. <laughs> what was the, well, I like that they like took his hammer away and went, and I, I was going to ask you, has this stuff happened in the comics? Like where he didn't have his hammer or he lost an eye. Has this ever happened? Not really. Um, like he was saying about Ragnarok, like when they did the whole disassembled thing, when they killed Thor for a couple of years, that's kind of what happened. They killed a bunch of his supporting characters. Thor died saving the world. And then it was reborn. And remember they moved it to Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. Was that post-Civil War? Yeah. yeah. So that's where I'm guessing it's going if we want to get into where we're assuming. But yeah, they've done that before where he's, they've kind of taken everything away. I don't, I don't remember him with just one eye, but there are some stories in the nineties where he grew a big beard and he became yeah. more like Odin. So I mean, that's I'm sure it's not. I just don't get the eye thing. I don't thought, like they. I didn't either. They had to go to all this trouble on the Infinity it, War yeah. posters and stuff, and his heads to the side and stuff. You know, now you know why. But oh, I guess Jason Aaron's run. They he he has like three Thors. There's young, pre worthy Thor, and then there's modern Thor, and then there's future Thor. Who he's he's missing an eye, and he's he's oh. scruffy and millions of years old like Odin is. See, I kind of like the fact that they kind of blew it up, you know, literally and yeah. figuratively. Like, take destroy the guy's hammer, take his eye, and like, you know, we've had three movies now in Asgard. Blow it up, like, it kind of forces you to come do something new, do something different. So, like, I like the ending. I, I mean, I, I thought it was cool, yeah. and I'm excited to see. I don't know if they, I don't know if they are going to do more Thor movies, or he's just going to be in the. I, yeah, I don't know, but. I think it was an interesting way to, if that is the last, you know, Thor standalone movie or whatever, I thought it was the right way to Did to anybody do it. see the trailer from San Diego Comic-Con for Infinity War? Yeah. Because mm-hmm. it kind of shows the next step and how they, how it gets there. I'm curious, uh. I don't really want to say if you never only it not very many people saw it. It was I heard what happened, but I didn't see it. Yeah, so uh. I'm just wondering how they get from there to there. Now, did everyone see the Easter egg of Beto Ray Bill? No, I don't remember. The it was on the building, right? Yeah, yeah I had his face all blown up as his Thor or yeah, whatever. There's a, there's a couple characters on the building, the By Beast, and a couple of Marvel characters. Yeah, I figured they were all and from something. Taika Waititi voiced the um, rock yeah. dude. Mm-hmm. I just read Planet Hulk because I, I wanted to know who those. It didn't really matter. It didn't matter that I read it. <laughs> it meant nothing that I read it. But I knew who that guy was. Yeah, he was fun. That was funny. It was funny. And it was action packed. Yeah. yeah I've heard I recommended people. it to plenty of people. Yeah. I said, yeah, it. I mean, I said it, go watch it, take your kids. This is it. It's going to be funny. Yeah, I mean, guys, I, yeah, I took my boys and they, they loved it. So, I mean, yeah, we. Yeah, what was the reaction? What was the elementary school they slash junior high reaction? It was, yeah, it was funny and action packed. So, it was right up their alley. Right. They, they loved did, it. did you ever hear, they just said shit. No. <laughs> they said <laughs> twice in that movie, and I was like, it You're shocked like, just me. Just like you did? <laughs> yeah. Flips over a <laughs> You're like, I gotta edit this. Like, Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> it's great. 
It reminded I mean, me. I assume most kids are gonna. That's what I. I didn't have any trouble recommending yeah. this kids. It's like you don't have to worry about the Sokovia Accords. <laughs> you know? It's just gonna be funny and action. So absolutely. T- Take everybody to go see it. Yeah, I don't think you had to know anything going into it. No, I took my daughter who had no clue who any of those characters were, and she yeah. was perfectly happy with the movie, watched the entire thing, um, thought it was good. Lot and and my wife she asked me, How was the movie? I said, Well, it's a lot of fun. And that's the best yeah. way yeah. I can describe well, it. It was, it was a lot of fun. So. I guess if you want fun at the yeah. movie. Yeah. <laughs> you want to be entertained. <laughs> yeah, it did what all these movies did. It kind of picked and chosed certain things from the comics, used what they wanted to use, and cut what they wanted to cut. And mm-hmm. these Marvel movies have done a good job planning where they need to go and setting up these characters. And I'm sure they're still, they're already thinking about 12 movies into the future and they're kind of moving the chess pieces around. And that could, the 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 possibilities there for these to be terrible and boring and just oh this is a movie just to get Thor into space or whatever the reason is, but it works. They, right. they do yeah. a good job with yeah. it. So allowing a different director to do something like this, it, you know, may not. It's not what we expected, really, but it's, it's definitely a success. You know, absolutely was a great decision that they will never regret. You know, so they'll be, look to do more of this. I assume. So has anyone heard? I I seem to remember Watiti not really signing up for a bunch of these, or just he maybe it's just like his one go at he this. Like to do. I think I I saw an this interview will raise where, his profile. Well, time. yeah, I think I saw an interview where he was like he basically you know I'm sure it's just you know the typical but saying like you know they had fun developing these characters and he'd love to do more with them kind of thing. But you know I don't know that he's technically signed on for more or whatever. Well, you know, after this, I'm sure he can just pick whatever he wants to yeah, do. Yeah, anyway. I mean, we're currently at 431 million U.S. domestic. So, I saw uh, he tweeted somebody. This one guy commented to him, uh, "We want more Winter Soldier and less Guardians of the Galaxy and Thor Ragnarok." Don't don't say they're bad, but. A rest from comedy is needed. And Taika answered, agreed. The world is too hilarious right now. <laughs> he, said, he said, there's too much laughter in real life for a movie to be fun. Down with happiness. So. Which, it, the biggest star turn of this whole movie is the director. Like, people are... They yeah, said he's just been out watch on these, any interview with him. He's been out on it these will entertain tours the crowd and like, out of you. He, yeah. is, he is winning over people left and right. So he's a celebrity now. Yeah, so I don't know. I mean, what was that? What we're talking about the after credit scenes? You know? say, yeah, you're talking about where it's kind of setting it up. Uh, so we, we got the the ship that kind of came down. We're assuming that's Thanos. Is that the the that's, consensus? That's, yeah, or, that's the big. Yeah, we have no reason to believe it's anything other than very uh, having to do with Infinity War, and so assume it's because Thanos. we think Loki probably pocketed the the gem, right? The oh yeah, cube yeah. oh yeah. Well. Again, so, yes. Yeah. So he has the cosmic. Thanos cube. would maybe sense the cube and come yeah. after him. Or, yeah. As I when I watched out with my son, he's like, oh, I thought he was going to come out with the, you know, the cube or whatever. I was like, well, he probably stole it. He was like, oh, no. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Stay tuned. That yeah. is a, that's a sure thing. And uh, and then the other one was Jeff Goldblum, which was it was it was great. Oh, yeah. what a what a likable villain. <laughs> which I think Cliff was comparing it to. Kurt Russell, yeah, in Guardians mm-hmm. Two, right. yeah, 
where like you you just like the guy and he's yeah. charming. He he is. He's but he didn't quite get the turn fully. You know, homicidal or, you know, he's a mm-hmm. slaver and he's a terrible person. Why are you bringing like that, that, like that term? He doesn't like the term. Oh, right. It's a tie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And um, also way better than, uh, to me, Del Toro. Del Toro yeah, yeah. as the, the collector. That's who that yeah, was. So yeah, like, collector. you know, showing they can do these celestial beings that even the comics fans can't quite explain. Who, who are these guys? Well, they're these eternal guys. Like, they don't make a whole lot of sense on the page. So, Translating to the screen is nearly impossible, but if there's anyone that can turn <laughs> cosmic strangeness, you know, into charm, <laughs> it would be Jeff Goldblum. So, out of let's see, five hammers. hammers. I knew he was going to ask how many hammers. It's just like you're so predictable. <laughs> oh, fine. How many? Let's see. What's a better? Let's see. Hulk, Hulk butts. <laughs> Hulk cheeks. <laughs> How many Ragnaroks will you give it? Oh, gosh. Out of five. Out of five. Oh, I, I actually rated it on my app. <laughs> and I gave it a three and a half Ragnaroks out of five. I'll give it a four. I think I'd go four as well. Yeah. I, compared to the other Marvel movies, it's one of the best, yeah. I would say. So yeah, it sounded like you be... were like pulling that out of your teeth as you were saying. Well, I, th- I can love it. But do, we need, do we need to re-rank I... them? Is what you're saying? Do we need to do a, oh, that can... a re-ranking. I don't know. <laughs> I, don't, I don't. I don't know where I would put it. As again, at this point, yeah. it takes yeah. some time to soak in and rewatch it and remember all your favorite parts and gloss over the things you thought were dumb. But I always, I'm drawn to the more emotional story beats so this is just this is popcorn to me like this is it was great for what it was but it's not going to be at the top of my list because i want something that tugged at my heartstrings you know that's just my personal preference and it might not be others but it's well done perfectly what it was supposed to be yeah and marvel the the universe is big enough we can have civil wars and winter soldiers and we can have guardians and ragnaroks and they all fit together, and it's all wonderful. I, I said four if I didn't say already. Yeah, I think, you know, that three and a half, four-ish, um, you know, maybe more leaning to to four if Guardians 1 and 2 didn't exist. But I can't help but compare it to those, and it's just not quite there. So, and and probably the emotional heft of, of Guardians per prevents it from, you know, being a little higher on my list. We all complained a lot and then gave it like four out of five. Yeah, so we, all, we all love it. Right. That's typical nerd logic. As always, I'm the most illustrious Michael K. Easton. We could have wound it down a little. I know. Let's we get, just, so we're looking just forward. Right got, out the bat. Let's give you a hashtag for we got this the episode. Black Panther coming up. Yeah. Uh, that's the next Marvel one, right? Yeah. And then into the in- Infinity War. What about Justice League? Isn't that coming out? That's a different yeah. universe, Michael. I don't care. It's all in his universe. It's coming out soon, though. So if Black Panther doesn't have a whole lot to do with this, we've basically, now we've set up Infinity War. We're good to go on yep. that. That's it. The biggest thing. I, I don't want to oversell it, but like, it, you know, has it maybe the most important thing that's ever happened on the planet. Is, <laughs> in film, is there anything, is there literally anything in film history comparable to this? Decade no. No. 
of building and creating prequel sequels tie-ins and like a one cohesive unit like it's never happened before and they're about to pull it off and continue to pull it off year after year after year yeah if you remember how excited we were about avengers coming out yeah and like couldn't believe avengers was gonna happen <laughs> and now we're just roping them all in it's under that under one infinity oh, <laughs> oh so, man yeah. credit where credit is due to marvel and Feige and Perlmutter and Perlmutter Perlmutter and everybody out there making dreams come true. Watiti, do you want Thor esque or what? Well, we we gotta go with Mark Raphael. <laughs> Rufio. Mark Rufio. Rufio. Well, that's what you guys changed it to. <laughs> he, said, he said Rufio. <laughs> Sign us out. So thanks for listening. We enjoyed the movie, and we enjoyed almost as much talking about the movie. And thanks for coming, Jared, our special guest. I hope You're you can welcome. come back to some other show in the future. Yeah. Sounds great. I'll check my calendar. <laughs> As always, he's the illustrious Michael K. Easton. Grumpy K. Easton. We don't even we'll talk lie. about Justice League when Justice League comes out. Like, All right, we'll get to it. Okay. I'm Michael K. Easton. <laughs> That's really why he was not talking. Yeah, his that. arms were crossed, his lips four were Four minutes because we did not talk about Justice League. We're my never name, talking about it now. My name is Jordan Lee. I'm Cliff Barnes. I'm Seth. Bye forever. Kapow! The Pop Culture Podcast is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. Sounds, music, and clips played during the podcast are property of copyright holders. All original content is property of www.udownwithkpp.com. Alright, hit stop on that. Oh my gosh. Oh, here we go. Oh, oh Lord. Here we go. Oh my God. On the, on the thing? Yeah, yeah. on the tape. Not that oh. one! Oh.